Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Facts News Podcast. No opinions, no bias, no agenda. Today, I bring to you the Christmas special. What better subject to discuss on Christmas than the history of religious policy in America? So let's dive right in, beginning with the time before Europeans ever settled in America. Before Europeans ever arrived in America, Native Americans celebrated what was given to them by the Great Spirit. Indian tribes such as the Algonquians, the Iroquois, the Sioux, and the Seminoles worshipped the Great Spirit, which was found in inanimate objects and animals. The Native Americans would also perform rituals and dances such as sun dances and rain dances as religious ceremonies. On October 31, 1517, Martin Luther, a priest and scholar, nailed his 95 theses to the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany. Some of these theses include, quote, If indulgences were preached according to the spirit and intention of the Pope, all these doubts would be readily resolved. Indeed, they would not exist, end quote. And, quote, Any truly repentant Christian has a right to full remission of penalty and guilt, even without indulgence letters. End quote. Among 93 other statements he made and agreed to defend. Shortly after Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses to the church door, religion in Europe began to splinter. The Edict of Worms in 1521 condemned Luther and banned citizens of the Holy Roman Empire from defending his ideas. Protestant groups began to form over the next century, and many traveled to America to escape religious persecution. Puritans, Quakers, Congregationalists, Huguenots, and even Jews left Europe for what they saw as religious freedom in America. Not all who formed in America were Protestants, however, such as in Virginia, where businessmen settled to get rich and generally had a more favorable view of Anglicanism than did those in the northern states. The first mention of religion in the U.S. Constitution is Article 6, which states, quote, No religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States, end quote. The Founding Fathers built on the importance of religious freedom through the American Bill of Rights. In 1785, James Madison drafted the First Amendment as part of the Bill of Rights, which created protection for freedom of religion. Within the First Amendment is what is known as the Establishment Clause. This clause was initially adopted in 1791 to prevent the federal government from any involvement in religion. The framers understood through drafting this clause that it meant no national church and no government involvement in religion. Many may be familiar with the term, quote, separation of church and state, end quote. This term evolved from a metaphor used by Roger Williams, the founder of Rhode Island. He stated that an authentic Christian church would be possible only if there was a, quote, wall or hedge of separation, end quote, between the, quote, wilderness of the world, end quote, and, quote, the garden of the church, end quote. Thomas Jefferson wrote in a letter to the Danbury Baptist Association in 1802, which states, 
Quote, I contemplate with sovereign reverence that act of the whole American people which declared that their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, thus building a wall of separation between church and state. End quote. The 14th Amendment was later added to the U.S. Constitution in 1868 and extended religious freedom by preventing states from enacting laws that would advance or inhibit any one religion. Since the First Amendment, other laws have been passed regarding religion in the United States. One recently passed law includes the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993. This law reinstated the Sherbert test set forth by Sherbert v. Verner and Wisconsin v. Yotter and mandated that strict scrutiny be used when determining whether the free exercise clause of the First Amendment has been violated. Strict scrutiny is where the government must prove that the law or policy is crucial to achieving a, quote, compelling state interest, end quote, is, quote, narrowly tailored, end quote, and uses, quote, least restrictive means, end quote. Since the establishment of the Constitution and its amendments, numerous Supreme Court cases have determined how to view these established laws. In this next section, we will discuss a few of those cases. In Reynolds v. the United States in 1878, the Supreme Court tested the limits of religious liberty through the upholding of a federal law banning polygamy. The Supreme Court ruled that the First Amendment forbids government from regulating belief, but not from actions such as marriage. In Bronfield v. Brown in 1961, the Supreme Court upheld a Pennsylvania law requiring stores to close on Sundays, even though Orthodox Jews argued the law was unfair to them, since their religion required them to close their stores on Saturdays, in addition to the law requiring them to close on Sundays. In Sherbert v. Verner in 1963, the Supreme Court ruled that states could not require a person to abandon their religious beliefs in order to obtain benefits from their place of work. In the Supreme Court case Lemon v. Kurtzman in 1971, the Supreme Court decision struck down a Pennsylvania law allowing the state to reimburse the Catholic schools for the salaries of teachers who taught in those schools. This Supreme Court case established what is often called the Lemon Test to determine when a state or federal law violates the aforementioned Establishment Clause. In 2005 case Van Orden v. Perry, the Supreme Court ruled that the display of a six-foot Ten Commandments monument at the Texas State Capitol was constitutional. The Supreme Court in McCreary County v. ACLU, however, ruled that the two large framed copies of the Ten Commandments in Kentucky courthouses violated the First Amendment. These court cases and the laws set forth are just a quick rundown of religious policy in America. Court cases are numerous and ever-changing, as can be seen in the seemingly contradictory 2005 cases. Only time will tell what religious policies and interpretations our future will hold. 
Well, this concludes the Christmas special. I hope you all enjoyed it and wish everyone a safe and happy holiday. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at realfactsnews at outlook.com. Again, that's realfactsnews at outlook.com. Thank you.